0: This is the Lead Empower Grow podcast, featuring interviews with entrepreneurs who lead productive teams and empower their communities, all while growing businesses of their own in the process. Today, I interviewed Regional Marketing Director Vicki Dip of Team Resilience in California. I had a great conversation with Vicki. I could tell she was really dedicated to helping families for the sake of helping them, which I found very inspiring in the moment. We talked a bit about the stigma around insurance agents in the Asian community and how she overcomes that, particularly with her family, as well as the importance of financial literacy education, which is a common subject here on the podcast. And she made a great point about the difficulty of selling life insurance because it's a more abstract product, as opposed to more tangible goods like houses and cars that you can see with your own eyes, touch with your own hands, which she and her team overcome by emphasizing the importance of the future Often using retirement as an example. But you'll hear that for yourself. It's a great conversation and I hope you enjoy. Let's dive right in. Thank you for being on the podcast, Vicky. It's so good to have you on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jeff.
0: I'll start out by asking about your origin story. How did you start your business?
1: You know what? I was actually fortunate enough after I graduated from college, I got hired by this really awesome company. You know, I worked at this corporate for a little bit over ten years. I was just very blessed that, you know, I had gained a lot of experience in like product development. I had the opportunity to collaborate with regulatory affairs, finances, treasury and whatnot. So I held several positions at corporate for a little bit over 10 years. And afterward, when I started my family, I just felt like. Something had to change. I needed to have work-life balance, but it was kind of difficult for me to focus on my career. And then I have my family, so I decided to make a really hard decision to stop working and be a stay-at-home mom for my family.
0: What was your college major, Vito don't mind me asking?
1: Right. I majored in business administration, a minor in economics. And um, at that time, I was debating whether I should go back to school to get my master's I wanted to do something more, you know, as much as I love my family and my kids and, you know, I'm focusing on them. But I also want to still continue developing. And I was at a crossroad where I was debating, well, should I go back to school? What should I do? Should I major something else? I wasn't sure. Also, at the same time, my husband and I were looking for a life insurance plan. We spoke with, you know, several agents and they were just basically selling us the same typical life insurance death benefits, you know, beneficiary gets the money and nothing else. And we weren't really satisfied with a lot of the plans that were presented to us. And we were just frustrated at that time. But and then I so happened to met a friend and then she told us about IUL. And then we're like, oh, wow, I never heard of it. At first, I was a bit skeptical. I wasn't sure. I was like, she's going to tell us the same thing. But luckily, we gave her that opportunity. And that was definitely life changing. Because once she explained what IUL was, my husband and I were blown away. We're like, oh, wow, this is incredible. Literally meant everything we were looking for. Like if we die too soon, if we get sick and, you know, to us, it's like the perfect plan to have. Nobody knew about that plan. At least the people that we spoke with Um, until my friend came along. My husband and I, we fell in love with it and we're like, you know what? this makes sense. My husband actually was the one who turned to me and said, you know, babe, you can totally do this. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people in our communities like know about this. And, And he was like, you can help our families our friends, the communities. And I was like, wow, yeah, that's right. And that's how we got started. I recruited myself, basically.
0: (laughs) It speaks to the power of the product, for sure.
1: Right, right, for sure.
0: It's kind of the ideal or what I would want to happen as a salesman, where it's like, yeah, the power of the product and the power of the selling does the recruitment for you.
1: We were looking for something more. We didn't know IUL existed at all. It really blew our mind when my friend talked to us about it. At first, I thought it was a scam. It was just too good to be true. But then when she showed me the brochure and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is something that our communities, everyone should know about. People are very reluctant because some point in their life, they either got misinformed or it was because they didn't know what they bought. So they were disappointed at the end result. For example, my father, when I told him that I'm in this industry and I'll be able to help him he wasn't happy because being a life insurance agent, the Asian community isn't the brightest a job to have supposedly now, but I think it's, it's so valuable, but I think it has a lot to do with just educating them uh, the value of IUL or life insurance with lots of benefits. So in the past, what he did was an agent sold him a plan, which is a term plan, but he didn't know it was a term plan. So after 25 years, it got terminated and he was very upset. He basically said it, it was a scam. Like he got ripped off. He didn't get anything out of it. So when I looked at his policy and I told him, dad, did you know that you got a term? He's like, I don't know what term is. All I knew is that I trusted the agent. I told the agent that I wanted to pay the cheapest amount mm-hmm. and I wanted a policy. I'm like, oh, okay. And the agent didn't explain to you what this plan was about. And it's like, no, no. All I knew is that I paid the cheapest. Like, well, first of all, it was wrong for the agent to sell you a policy that you were unaware of the type of policy. Second is probably the reason why that agent sold you that policy, because you asked to pay the cheapest amount, right? And not knowing it was a term. So I explained it to him and he was like, well, I didn't know. I didn't want to pay more than that. I was like, maybe that's why, but it's definitely not a scam at all. You know, it's just the fact that you bought the wrong product.
0: Yeah. All of these are kind of like circling around that selling is about the full picture. It's a direct connection with the client. And that's why we forefront the caring for people, like instead of just running the numbers, like those term agents, but then not explaining what that really is. That's why we run a financial needs analysis. That's why you get a full picture of their financial story. And then it's not just about the budgeting and what they can afford, although that's very important. It's Here's why you would want this one, and here's why you would want this one, or here's what this one means. Now be sure and be careful because this is what this means, but you'll get this over here. It's not just a plug and chug job. It's about being honest with the person in front of you.
1: Right, right. I think it's just more of the old school of doing things, like old school of selling life insurance, but it's just so much more. The product itself have definitely evolved and modern day comprehensive life insurance really meet majority of our concerns. I also think because the older generations have such a stigma and a misunderstanding of life insurance, it kind of spread and carry on to the kids as well, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And because of that, they now think the same. Also, feel like in the Asian community, the concept of life insurance is a taboo. They're talking about death and they're still alive. It's all kind of like wishing upon someone like bad luck, and it's like no, it's not. It's Mm-mm. it's it's inevitable. It's going to happen eventually, but it's good for you to plan ahead of time. That the mindset is just
0: yeah, it's a great point because I often forget that that's the initial hump you do have to get over just to sell the product. It takes an acceptance of death, which is hard to do and maybe not everyone has and you don't have to go through a full spiritual or psychological awakening in the appointment but we can talk about it and not be scared of it for just a little bit and it's okay and then this will help everyone afterward i certainly didn't know about final expenses when i was younger or funeral expenses maybe some people just don't even know the cost of a funeral or something right yeah especially younger ones
1: yes yes because that's just mentality i'm still young yeah i'll talk about it when that time comes but that's too late it's like oh oops i didn't know I get that a lot. I get that so much. It's like, oops, I didn't know. It's like, hmm.
0: Yeah, but it is like the one guaranteed thing in life. It's interesting that the one guaranteed thing in life we don't necessarily plan for. It's because it's scary.
1: (laughs) It's it's, it's scary. It's definitely a tough conversation. You know, a lot of family don't even talk about their finances, let alone talk about life insurance, debt. Like, wow. But it's so much more than that. At this mission. Like, I love the model of FFS saying change the face of insurance. That, to me, is Profound and it is so true. And I really live by that mission because I feel like we need that. I want to educate people. Don't be fearful just because you see the word life insurance. Sometimes I kind of have to go around it and not say life insurance. It's a retirement plan, and it is a retirement plan. It's more than that. But if you get sick, you know, you can also tap into it. It's incredible. But people just, can't see beyond that when they see the word life
0: right right it can be a word that shuts people down because of stigma yeah the changing the face of insurance is important and having diverse workforce so important it's representation and it's it's all things wrapped into one and plus everyone should have the opportunity right right build their own business
1: yeah there's definitely a lot of walls that we have to break through in order for people to trust us and it all depends on the past experience. And it's about exposure as well. I'm sure if we were on TV, right? they are gonna be like, oh, okay, you know? Now it's legit because it's on TV.
0: Right, but it is the importance of marketing that it imbues authority where you see Yes,
1: things. yes, and giving that credibility just because you're on TV, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I've seen that commercial, okay. It's fine. a real thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It. It's also the importance of a website. If they don't have a website, it's like, is this real? But if it's a good looking, nice website, then it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's a business. A- exactly. Have you had a way to overcome the wall? Have you had any success stories? Is it just take time? Do they come back to you eventually? Or is it the wall is there and you have to move on?
1: Just a conversation. Just like an open conversation. Ask if they have any concerns. And just kind of steer away from talking about life insurance itself. And then talking about taxes, the ramification of it, if you were to defer it or you're paying now, whatever it may be. Just not talk about life insurance in general financial literacy, educating them or informing them, sharing with them, whatever it is, talk about life in general, what struggles or difficulties that they're facing right now. And I kind of go about that, particularly about taxes. A lot of times we're like, well, oh, you know, i
0: something that affects everyone. We, we
1: focus. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we love 401k. Oh, great. Great. What do you like about 401k? Oh, because we don't have to pay taxes now. And I said, oh, great. Do you know you have to pay taxes later? Oh, we didn't know that. It's actually tax deferred. You're not paying taxes today, but you're going to pay taxes later on. Right. When you don't know what the taxes will be.
0: Can't tell the future. And
1: then sometimes we kind of get into the history of like 401k. I try not to because I'm very detailed. I like to like give a lot of information that I could kind of drown the customers of bit. Oh,
0: yeah. You and I both. I love history. <laughs>
1: right, so I kind of back up. I've I learned so much. Everyone is different. You don't know. Some clients that you talk to, they want abundance of information. Yeah. They want you to pour everything on that. But there are many that just give me the high level. Just just tell me what you can help me with. So it all depends. So I learn to gauge and look at the body language. I learn to see their hand gestures, the questions that they ask me. If they're not asking me and me, that they're uncomfortable, you know, you, you become kind of like a psychologist in a way, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like going through a therapy session.
0: Yeah, it's true. Everyone has to kind of learn their different way just by being in the field because it's all about establishing trust with the person in front of you and making sure that they know that you are trying to help them in their financial situation. And the educational part is so great because just seeing what they know about their own financial vehicles, whatever they're using now, then it's like, as long as you know that and you know exactly what an IUL does, and if you still pick the 401k, I did the best I could do. We move on to something else. It is just about filling them up with as much knowledge as you can. Well, and that they can take, you know, because I imagine the trouble there or the challenge would be making sure they know everything they need to know, but without piling on all the information, like the essential things that they need to know.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the core essential thing that they should know. Yeah, yeah. But I spoke with several doctors and engineers and they get really technical, and which is great because that's my forte. Like, I love that. I like to get into numbers and analysis. But the products that we have are just so good that sometimes they're like, it's just too good to be true. It's like, no, it's not. It's good. You just didn't know it existed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they can't know everything. And it's like, and that's why I'm here. I just want to let you know what it is.
1: Right, right. So it's just kind of like when you mentioned, it's about trust too, but it also depends on the people that you talk to and how jaded they are. And I don't know, it could also be luck as well.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of things. You know, I,
1: I see some people, it's just really easy. Just approach a client, I want life insurance, this is what I want, this is what I have, this is my budget. Hey, you know what? I want it. Give me that plan. And that's like one in a million. The majority of them are very reluctant. They're like, okay, I just want to make sure you're legit. I just want to make sure you really care for me. So I spend a lot of time on building relationships and letting know I'm here for them. And I'm more than just an agent, a planner. I'm, I really care for the best interests. And I want to be alongside with them to plan for their future and if they have any questions so i try to provide really good customer service i send them notification happy holidays like you know like we're friends not a stranger
0: yeah that's what i love most about our vision and that's how you get referrals but it's also more than just that it is just good practice it's just good human behavior
1: exactly and we need more of that
0: the luck brought to mind that that's why we always want to be calling and The energy of actual appointment setting and and reaching out and touching and leads and prospects that's why so much recruiting talk is about numbers is that brings you the opportunity for that luck you know if it's all timing then you can't really solve for that in an equation it is just tiny miracles but you can by constantly being active as many opportunities you have for that luck to strike the more luck will strike I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, for some people, it might just take 10 people to get someone really great or 100 or 200 or never. I don't I don't know. It's really interesting. I mean, growing up, I didn't really think too much about luck. It's more like working really hard, putting the effort if you want to accomplish or achieve anything, you just have to put in the work. That was just my model. Like growing up, I just, things are not being handed to me. So I've always been like a hard worker, And I always speak my mind, but most importantly, I have the compassion to help others because I truly believe that we need this product. It's just the education itself. As kids, like we weren't taught financial literacy. Why not have financial literacy class?
0: I know. Yeah. Right.
1: Some sort of exposure. Talk about credit. Talk about how to manage your credit card. Talk about budgeting, just having good money management skills. It just felt like we weren't taught that. My family, my parents didn't teach me that. I had to learn everything on my own.
0: Yeah, it's almost maddening that we don't have that yet in schools because we've had that conversation for a long time and it still isn't there. But it is true. You hear, when are we ever going to use this? You hear that from a student about chemistry and yet financial literacy, you could answer that with every single day.
1: Definitely. I mean, at least expose us at younger years, like in elementary school, like sixth grade. And then again, another one in middle school. And then the last two years of high school. That would be so life-changing.
0: It'd be nice. Right?
1: Because kids when they hit 18, oh man, they're ready. They're driving, credit card, you know, they get offered credit cards and they, this is what money is, right? APR, like you know, all that stuff, 20-something percent. There's a reason for that. If they have some sort of financial literacy, knowledge, a background, they'll be like, okay, I know, I understand.
0: Be very careful. You
1: use it in the right way, right? Because you need to build your credit and stuff. But a lot of kids, they don't know. So I just feel like the minute they hit 18, 19, that's it. The credit score is terrible because they don't understand. And then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, I don't have money. Okay, now I don't even want to talk about life insurance. Come on, you know, retirement. I mean, more than 40% of Americans do not have a penny for retirement. That's terrible. Think about it. That is scary. And a lot of times when I talk to clients, I ask them, when do you want to retire? Do you ever want to retire? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the typical age is usually 65. Great, great. Do you have any plans to make that dream come true? No, I don't. I don't have anything. That client is like age 50. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to live that dream if you don't have a plan in place. So a lot of times I try to have real talk to my clients. Some might take it well and some may not because they themselves cannot even have that conversation with their spouse or themselves. They don't want to talk about finances, but that's something that's so important that we all should at a very young age.
0: Yeah, it can only get better if you address it. Right.
1: It shouldn't be something so terrifying.
0: I know. The unknown disease is the one that kills you. And I know.
1: That's like the most important thing.
0: I know, yeah. You could be a
1: doctor. You could be anything. You could be making a whole lot of money, but if you don't know how to manage your finances, you're going to be broke all the time.
0: Yeah, and it's not like we have to deploy a master's degree of financial literacy into everybody. But As
1: long as they know the difference between wants and needs. Mm-hmm. You can't get what you want unless you really discipline yourself.
0: Yeah. But that's why... All our agents do what they do in one way or another is to provide some education. Yes. And help people.
1: Right, right. So important. And you work hard, you get rewarded as well. And you get to determine how much you're worth. The more you help, the more you get rewarded, versus working for someone that tells you how much you are worth. It really allows us the opportunity to make as much as we want.
0: Right, to reach for something and achieve it, yeah. Right, just -hmm.
1: just by helping people, we get rewarded. It's an incredible company to work with. Obviously, you know, I am still on my mission, changing the face of insurance as much as I can. And whoever I come across, I'd love to share. I'm just so passionate about what I do. It's just like second nature.
0: Yeah, even if there's challenges, as long as we keep moving forward.
1: Right, it's not the easiest career to have.
0: Right, takes a lot of energy. We get more
1: rejections than um, right. yeses. We just have to accept it. It's such a sensitive topic that many people don't even want to talk about.
0: And that ends up as a rejection for us. And right. and every brain takes rejection harder than it does positive things, unfortunately. That's just like our psychology.
1: Right, right. I mean, buying a house is just, say, you know, a half a million dollar home. They'll just down payment, you know, 150000 just like that. They don't even question the real estate agent. Like, you know, are you legit? Are you right? Because it's something that's tangible. They know it exists and it's there. But what we're selling is a policy. It's not something tangible. I know. And they're not going to see it until that time comes. And it could be decades down the line. So to them, they're like, well, why would I want to buy a policy and put so much into it for retirement planning if I'm not going to see it until 30 years down the line? And that's when we have to get in and explain just educating them but they don't know they're like i'd rather buy a house
0: yeah <laughs> i know yeah it's true, Buy man. a car houses and cars and those goods don't have any of the barriers and i think we have almost three barriers that we've isolated here which is one is the taboo and stigmatized nature of death and finances right. the other is we have to educate because they may not even know what's out there as far as IULs. No, they don't. Go. 10
1: out of 10, they don't know what's out there. And right?
0: then the third is what you just pointed out, which is it's not tangible. It is a policy. It's They are abstract concepts. It is like, okay, so I own this, but I can never touch it. It is on paper. Paper is the closest we get to being like, this is mine.
1: Right. Yeah. But it is
0: so important. It's hard. There are a lot of challenges.
1: There are a lot of challenges, but I love it so much because I feel like I've grown so much as an individual and I have so much more knowledge, history, background, just everything, even rebuttals. If you have objections, I have something to say. I will share it with you. I just love it. I just love the nature of the job. I mean, at first it was really scary. It was tiring. It was frustrating. But now I'm just so energized. Now I have this ammunition of knowledge that I will share with you. If you allow me that opportunity. So now me, it's more like rejection. I'm okay with it. You know, at the beginning, it was definitely very hard. I don't know anybody that would be okay with rejections, right? But now I'm like, okay, I got it. Maybe it's not the right timing. Maybe you're not in the right place at the moment. But I'm pretty sure a year from now, we will talk again. So now I'm better equipped emotionally.
0: Yeah, that's great. I know (gasps) it's good to hear. It's like just true of anything. It just takes some practice. But it can be hard to practice something that is at its weakest. It's just... It hurts your brain kind of, you're just like, (laughs) because mood is so sensitive, our moods. But once you get resilient or you have practice, you tell yourself stories, which are probably true, like it'll be a different time. That's okay. It's not the worst. It's not personal. Yeah. (laughs) For
1: sure. For sure. And it really strengthens you and you learn more about yourself. Throughout this process, I definitely learned a lot about myself. I never knew. I'm like, wow, you know, I can do this.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a great feeling. I can (laughs)
1: definitely do this. It's all about your mindset and just believing in yourself and not giving up and just motivating yourself. I'm just fortunate to have the team around me. We motivate one another and we all go through the same struggle and it's good that we can all relate to one another, but it's also important that you know your capability, you know, and you motivate yourself. You just change that mindset and say, you know what? It's okay. Every day is another day and it's going to be better than the day before. And if it's not today, there's tomorrow. If it's not tomorrow, it could be five years from now and it's okay. But most importantly, I have the heart and the compassion to really help people. Change the face of insurance, that's always been my goal and just helping as many people as possible. Having that and being reminded of that gets me up like every single day, just knowing that, hey, today might be the day.
0: Yeah. I think that's such a healthy centering and an important inner drive.
1: Right, Right, right. There's a purpose
0: yeah yeah because there will always be more people to help
1: every single day there's a family out there that truly needs me yeah and they're just waiting for me to talk to them
0: wow wow, have truer words ever been spoken thank you so much vicky thank you for coming on the podcast
1: thank you for having me and jeff maybe we'll talk again in the future
0: i hope so and i hope the listeners enjoyed our talk thank you vicky to hear more from entrepreneurs who built their businesses around financial services just like vicky You can listen through our past episodes on our feed at firstfinancialsecurity.com or wherever you can find podcasts. And of course, remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Until next time, thank you.